Allowing the flow to come forth out of your spirit will build you up. Will put you in positions that you never dreamed you would be in. Matter of fact, naturally you couldn't do it. Supernaturally you can do it all things. But it takes renewal to get there. Thank you, Lord, for the goodness, for the goodness of our God. Hallelujah. Our God is a wonderful God, a great God, and He's so good to us. And Father, we come into Your presence again this morning as a body of believers, declaring that You are the faithful and true one, the Almighty God, the Father of the Lord Jesus Christ, maker of heaven and earth. And we're coming into your presence this morning, Father, with abundance of thanksgiving, gratitude, honor, praise for our God. And we're thankful to you for all that you've accomplished on our behalf through the death, burial, resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you this morning that the Holy Spirit in us and upon us is here to unveil, unfold, and reveal to us even deeper and greater truths of the accomplished work of the Lord Jesus Christ on the cross for us. We're eternally grateful to you. We're thankful to you that you've given the body of Christ the authority to use the name of the Lord Jesus Christ to stop the flow of the enemy against it. And this morning we take authority over the powers of darkness that's been assigned here to this church and to these people. And we command you to cease and desist and for the hidden things, spiritual hidden things to be revealed to us in the mighty name of Jesus. And Father, we give you the praise and honor for all that's accomplished around the world in Jesus' name this morning. And the whole church said, Hallelujah. Praise God. You may be seated this morning. It is a, an honor to come before you this morning, and I thank you for your attendance here at the Miracle Church. We're, uh, we're honored to be pastors here, and we're thankful to God for the outpouring of His Spirit upon uh, this church. And we've declared many times before that we, uh, uh, we honor the Holy Spirit here, and we welcome the Holy Spirit to move here in this assembly to accomplish God's plan and purpose. And so this morning, we're, we're going to uh, minister uh, some truth, some keys of truth that we all need uh, to cooperate with the Holy Spirit. Up until this point, We've been ministering pertaining to the statements that Jesus made pertaining water in the well and water in the river. And of course, we understood that to be the water in the spirit of a person is springing up for everlasting life. And the water in the river is that which flows out continually to uh, affect others. And so uh, we, we covered that pretty thoroughly 
fairly thoroughly. And then we, we talked about how the uh, nine fruit of the Spirit come from the well water, and the nine gifts of the Spirit comes from the river water. In other words, the nine fruit of the Spirit are for individuals to build character from, the, uh, from redemption, and the nine gifts of the Spirit are, are designed or given for all to profit according to the Scriptures and for us to be able to supernaturally minister to other people, not ourselves, but supernaturally minister to other, others. And so this morning, we will, we'll, we'll cover one of the truths, but there's three of them that we've uncovered. Uh, three key truths to understanding full cooperation with the Holy Spirit. See, uh, the Holy Spirit in the past years has basically still been a mystery because um, for whatever the reason, uh, people have uh, either disassociated themselves with Him or they have... Uh, misunderstood our position. They haven't really understood the Holy Ghost's position. Uh, we've kind of taken for granted because we didn't fully study the Scriptures as we should have. We allowed ourselves to be swayed by old teachings that were in error. And uh, now's reckoning time in these last days, for the truth to be brought forth, especially in this congregation, so that we can accomplish in these last days the things that the Holy Spirit, the Father God, and the Lord Jesus want to, be, want to accomplish through the body of Christ, through mankind here on the earth. Um, the Holy Ghost and His position has been highly misunderstood. Uh, there are those who only believe that his work pertains to redemption. And of course, we, we know that's not true, but that's what they believe, and it hinders them because from that point, they have no supernatural action. They can't have any supernatural action because all they have is the well water springing up to everlasting life. They are, they're not involved in the river water. They're not involved in the manifestations of the gifts of the Spirit. So that there's a misunderstanding here, and it's caused, um, it's caused a lack of functionality in the body of Christ. We haven't been able to accomplish the things that we should accomplish because we've tried to accomplish them naturally. And we've left out the main ingredient, which is the Holy Ghost, which would open a door for things to be accomplished, not naturally, but spiritually. Okay? And so, um, part of the misunderstanding of the of the action or the relationship between the body of Christ and 
the Holy Ghost is not knowing that we are still involved and our involvement requires action on our part, requires us doing something. Okay? And so this morning, um, we're, we're going to look at these three keys. And we'll, like I said, we'll spend more time on the first key. But the, number one, a constant renewal of the Spirit, which is very necessary, which is a, something that we haven't understood because we just thought everything's left up to the Holy Ghost. But here, we'll show you the scriptures for this. A constant renewal of the Spirit is very necessary. Number two, it's very important to walk in the Spirit that He may keep us fully, that the Holy Ghost may keep us fully informed of the manner which God the Father would have us to live our lives should be uh, guided by the Holy Ghost in us. Amen. Should be. Now, it's available, but uh, whether we allow that to take place or not is it's our responsibility. It's available, but there's some, there's some things that are required of us. For instance, to walk in the Spirit is not a um, is not a natural thing, and it's not something that will just occur because we're Christians, or won't occur just because we're spirit-filled Christians. And this is part of what we're going to get involved here in this morning in the definition. Number three, we should learn the way of the Spirit. The Holy Spirit has a way. We should learn what that way is so we, so he, or excuse me, so we can track the guiding hand of love in all the things that we encounter. In other words, there are things that happen in our lives that are coming from God. There are things that are happening in our lives that are not coming from God. And if we're not sensitive we will assign the outcome to the wrong entity. We'll say that it was, it was God's will when it wasn't God's will because we're not, we're not um, learning the way of the Spirit. See, for instance, I'll give you an easy for instance. Walking in or trying to walk in love Walking in love doesn't mean that you yield to everything everybody wants you to do. Okay? That's not what that means. But that's what some people think it means because they don't know the ways of the Spirit. Okay? And so they take subjects. Subjects have been taken out of context and have been used basically and abused as far as Effectual, effectual usage in the body of Christ. It just, ignorance is no excuse. You know, ignorance of the law is no excuse. 
and ignorance of the Scripture. Paul said in one of his statements that he would not have you to be ignorant about what? About the very things we're talking about this morning. He said, I would have you not to be ignorant about spiritual things. Now, we're ignorant about spiritual things, but we know more about natural things because we spent more of our time pressuring ourselves to learn natural things when we should have pressured ourselves to learn spiritual things. Because that's where the victory is. See, the victory comes from the inside. Naturally, it comes from the outside in. Spiritually, it comes from the inside out. See, God doesn't owe us anything, but He's given us everything. Come on, think about it. God Almighty doesn't owe us anything, but He has given us everything He can possibly give us. A couple of services ago, remember, from the Thanksgiving service, we talked about developing gratitude in our hearts. We should be grateful people for what God has done. He doesn't want us to lick His boots. That's not our God. That's not our God at all. But He does want us to acknowledge and be grateful for what He has accomplished for us. See, this is to our benefit. The things that are required of us uh, along these lines, worship God, uh, honor God, those are not for God's sake. Those are for our sake. For instance, when God called us in the ministry, we, we first assembled the church and started ministering. I did not want the job of pastor. I didn't want that. Even going to school, I jokingly called myself Philip the Evangelist. Well, that wasn't what God wanted me to do. So as we got, as this started to develop, and uh, I saw right away that what my intentions were to do was not God's will, wasn't what God wanted. My, I preferred a teaching center, you know, where we just teach the Word. Turn the lights on, teach the Word, turn the lights off, go home. That's not pastoring. That's not God's will. That's not what He wants. And so, over a period of time, uh, the relationship developed with the Holy Ghost, and I realized that uh, uh, I was ministering one morning, and the Lord spoke to me, and I read a scripture and said what would happen, and the Lord said, these people, this can't happen to these people. What you're reading here can't happen to them. And I think it was around about the first Psalm. And I said, you know, while I'm ministering, I'm talking to the Lord. I said, why not? And he said, because there is no, there is no reward for what you're calling yourself. And I got the message right away. You got to, if things are supposed to flow, you have to get in line. You can't be jumping the traces and going out here doing things that you want to do because it's more comfortable to you. The Lord said, see, there's no reward for what you're calling yourself. The reward comes when you obey me. You're the pastor of the church. So I said, okay, I'm the pastor of the church. So I let it be known. But see, I had already established a relationship with the people where they didn't acknowledge that I was their pastor. 
They just acknowledged that I was here and I was doing something, but they didn't acknowledge. Now the Lord said, okay, the next step is because of what you've done, you've got to change this. Because what's happening is, because of what you've done, there is no reward for what's happening. It's not an ego trip. It's to open a door for your, for your reward. So he said, you have to proclaim to them, you're their pastor. They have to acknowledge you're their pastor. There's rewards for people who acknowledge and receive from the pastor. There's no reward for anybody receiving from who you are. So all of it was changed. And this is part of learning the ways of the Spirit. See, the, the learning the ways of the Spirit takes away the idea that we can do maverick stuff. That we can just do anything we want to. And this is what's happening uh, around the world today in the body of Christ. People are just doing things they want to do because it's comfortable it's seemingly comfortable for their personality god's not interested in comfort in anybody's personality he wants us to learn the ways of the spirit so that we we who are being informed and following the spirit can accomplish and get the results that comes from obeying and following the leading of the spirit you can't, you, can't fi- you can't be led by the Spirit if you're disagreeing with the Spirit. Amen. You can't be led by the Spirit if you do not honor the Spirit. See, it's not just, just going to happen anyway. It's only going to happen through corporation of the believer. The Holy Ghost is doing what He can do. He's going to do what he's, what he's designed to do. The Holy Spirit of God is going to accomplish what He's designed to do. He just may not accomplish it with us. He may not accomplish it with you personally. Because when, when you and I get into a position, into a position where we're not, we're not connected any longer, what's He supposed to do? If He's not going to override our unbelief to keep a connection. Now, he's in there, but he's dormant. He's not doing what he's supposed to be doing in the life of the believer because the believer is not doing what the believer's supposed to do. Not because the Holy Ghost is not doing what he's supposed to do. He's there. He's there on purpose. What we have to do is read this to understand and know what the flow is. Some of you didn't know the other night until we explained it on a Tuesday night. The flow is this. The well of water springing up to eternal life is for character. Nine fruit of the Spirit. Right? Some of you didn't know that. Has nothing to do with your relationship with other people. You can't help other people with the nine fruit of the Spirit. You can be a better person yourself, and that inadvertently may help somebody. But as far as supernaturally being able to get involved in their life with gifts of the Spirit, you can't do it. You can't do it through the water in the well. It comes from the water in the river. 
flowing out of you like rivers of living water. The, the nine gifts of the Spirit, those nine gifts of the Spirit are to be uh, majored upon. Because that's the way the Holy Ghost is going to use you to reach into another person's life supernaturally and help. They're praying to God for help. They're expecting God somehow, some way, to manifest Himself in their life and help them. Because they don't know the ways of the Spirit. That's not the way it works. We're supposed to be prepped and ready. When that call comes in, we are dispatched by the same Holy Ghost to encounter the lives of those people who are desperately crying out to God. We're God's answer to them through the nine gifts of the Spirit. Not the, nine, not the fruit of the Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit. But we have to become confident in our relationship with the Holy Ghost before we can ever reach out in the nine gifts of the Spirit. Because anytime you draw back, anytime you withdraw, anytime you have second thoughts, anytime you're not, you're, you're not sure, that's not faith. That's fear, and nothing happens. Now, let's reverse the field a little bit here. How would you like, if you're the one who's in desperate need, and you're praying and asking God for help immediately, how would you like it if the person's or a person that's assigned to that fails because of lack of teaching, lack of understanding, lack of faith. This is what's going on everywhere. Because we haven't learned the ways of the Spirit. That's part of the ways of the Spirit, how God works. God works through the Holy Ghost, through the body of Christ. The Holy Spirit is not out on His own out here doing things, although He's omnipresent. He's everywhere. But His functionality is not. His functionality has been governed to the body of Christ. That's who we are. That's why we ought to be able, we, we ought to know more than we know about who we are. See? But, you know, it's still out there. I'm just an old sinner. And just an old sinner saved by grace will never accomplish the will of God. Right. That old sinner saved by grace or anything similar won't work. That's natural. That's man-made foolishness. That's not God. That won't help anybody. Just make more old sinners saved by grace. That doesn't, that's not an appealing to anybody's spirit because it's natural. 
Have you understood when you, when you hear things that are naturally? Listen, music is divided up into this category. There's natural music and there's spiritual music. The spiritual music is what attaches itself to your spirit when you hear it. Not mentally. It's, it's attached to your spirit. You hear it in your spirit. And it does things for you. It encourages you. It helps you. Builds you up. Causes joy to flow out of you. Joy is a spiritual force. It's inside of you that's supposed to be coming out. Okay? And this is also attached to renewals. So let me spend some time here on the renewals. Let's look more closely at these considering first the renewal of the Spirit. In order for us to benefit in our daily lives from the presence of the Holy Spirit within us, we must experience constant renewals of God's quickening power in our spirits by the Holy Ghost. Why are renewals of our spirits so important? Let's go to 2 Corinthians 4.16, where the Apostle Paul says, For which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perishes, yet the inward man is what? Renewed day by day. Is that, is that renewal? Day by day. Why? You see, our bodies are constantly growing older every day. Of course, persons who are strong in faith can delay the physical aging process to a degree, to a certain extent. However, none of us can totally prevent the body from growing older and eventually dying. But what happens to the inward man as our outward man is decaying or aging, the inward man is renewed day by day. But you got to understand, this renewal is not something that just automatically happens. That's just part of this, this mystery that's floated around about the Holy Ghost. It doesn't just happen. The renewal doesn't just happen. We have to be involved. The Holy Ghost is there. He's ready to do it. We have to be, we have to get involved. Do you understand me? Titus 3, 5. Apostle Paul writing, not by works of righteousness, which we, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us by the washing of regeneration and the renewing of the Holy Ghost. Since the, re, since the recreation is a work of the Holy Ghost, the daily renewal of our spirits will come through the same source. The daily renewal of our spirits comes from the same source as the entrance or the creation of our spirits. The Holy Ghost. Did I say that plain enough? The Holy Ghost is responsible for us when we are redeemed to make a new creation out of us. Makes us into a new creation, a new creature. Well, it's the same Holy Ghost that brings the renewals into our spirits. This is why an experience won't work. Now you see a little better what I'm saying? 
Most people have an experience with the Holy Ghost. They got filled with the Holy Ghost. See, they thought equating the baptism of the Holy Ghost with redemption. See, redemption is a final act. Huh? You get redeemed, you're redeemed. You can't, re- you can't polish it or nothing. It's just redeemed. So everybody thinks the baptism of the Holy Ghost is equal to that. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. It's a doorway. It's an entrance. Number one, redemption is an entrance into the baptism of the Holy Ghost. The baptism of the Holy Ghost is an entrance into spiritual things. But it won't work off of an experience. You know what I'm saying? What, is it, what are we talking about? An experience. Well, some people, they, they've heard about the baptism of the Holy Ghost. They, they, you, can't get, you can't receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost unless you want to. I've been there when mothers would bring their children up and say, he wants to be filled. He don't want to be filled. Well, that ain't going to work. I had a lady one time bring her boyfriend. He wants to be filled. No, he didn't want to be filled. And we spent hours and hours and hours fooling around, wasting time. Because he did. And the end results, 1 o'clock in the morning, he don't want to be filled. Everybody's mad at mom and I. Because we've wasted all this time in their lives. It wasn't my idea. Somebody called me and said, I'd like to bring my fiancé over and get him filled with the Holy Ghost. Well, the only problem was the fiancé didn't want to be filled. So that was my last encounter. Next time anybody calls and wants to get their fiancé filled, you fill them. (laughs) It ain't my job. You fill them. Okay? So... Every, this is the beginning. They get, filled, they get filled with the Holy Ghost, and that's all they do. They pray in tongues one time 15 years ago, and they think that's enough. No, 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 no. They have not had any renewals since then. So they have had an experience this is not an experience. It's a life. Yes, amen. And it's a constant renewal day by day by day by day. Day by day by day by day. The people who've had an experience can't have a renewal. Because they position themselves into the experience department. Because they have never, they don't, they do not, they do not, uh, pursue anything spiritual after that. They think that you get some kind of badge. You know, you're filled with the Holy Ghost, yes. And that's all you are. Fifteen years ago, I got filled with the Holy Ghost. I prayed for, I prayed in tongues for 15 minutes, and I haven't prayed since. Really, really, really. You've had no renewal since then, so you just had an experience. And guess what? Nothing spiritual works for you because you have exchanged it for natural. 
The inward man is renewed day by day. How is the inward man renewed day by day? Initially, our human spirit is recreated by the Holy Spirit at the time of redemption. We we read that in Titus. Since the recreation is a work of the Holy Ghost, the daily renewal of our spirits will come under or through the same source, the Holy Ghost, by faith, who dwells in our spirits. Let's go to Ephesians 3.16, the Apostle Paul writes. Um, this is a prayer that he's praying for the Ephesians, at the Ephesian uh, believers, that he would, he said, that God would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by the Holy Spirit in the inner man. How is that going to happen? Paul's prayer for the Ephesians believers, we can see that is the work of the Holy Spirit that brings about the renewal or strengthening of our spirits day by day. When you're when your spirit's being renewed, it's being strengthened, okay? And it's being prepared to handle whatever today brings. Paul said that believers should be renewed or strengthened with might by God's Spirit in the inner man. Here is where we find the one feeling or experience of the Holy Ghost is not sufficient. Daily renewals of our spirit are essential in order to stay strong spiritually. This is done as we continually stay filled. Remember the verse of Scripture in Ephesians 5, 18 and 19? Huh? And be not drunk with wine wherein wherein is excess, but be being filled be being filled. It says be being filled with the with the King James, but in its in its uh, original state, it says but being but being but being but be being filled. Be being filled is a continual flow, not just a flow, but a continual flow. Be being filled. That be being filled is equal to renewal. Do you see it? Speaking to yourselves in hymns and psalms and singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. This can't happen if you're not being filled. Be being filled. If you're not being renewed, this won't happen. There's where Christians are. There's where the Pentecostal people are right there. They They have no ability within themselves to to speak at psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Why? Because they have no joy. Joy is the perpetrator of this. Joy makes you sing and repeat and sing and repeat and sing. Joy does. It becomes, it comes from the Spirit not from the mind. It's a spiritual thing. Joy is a spiritual thing. It comes from the spirit, not the mind. It's not natural, but spiritual. When we have time, here's where here's here's the answer. When we have time where we get engaged with the Holy Spirit in our lives by tongues. Tongues brings the renewal. Tongues is supernatural. Tongues is Holy Ghost. If 
We just see, we just entered into this here in this church as of late to bring you to the place where we encourage you to pray in tongues continually all day. You don't have to stand on the soapbox. You can pray in tongues under your breath, but continually. All the times that you're doing this, it's renewal. When you're engaging with the Holy Ghost, let's put it this way. How else do you think you're going to engage with the Holy Ghost? Okay. You have the Holy Ghost here, and you have you here. How do you engage with him? Now, he is totally 100% spiritual. You are spiritual and natural, but you should be growing in your spiritual. You can only contact him spiritually, not naturally. God doesn't listen to natural stuff. So how do we make the connection? Tongues. Tongues has been given as a supernatural way to make connection with the Holy Ghost and bring about renewal in your spirit. Be being filled. Be being filled. Allowing the flow, allowing the flow, allowing the flow to come forth out of your spirit will build you up will put you in positions that you never dreamed you would be in. Matter of fact, naturally, you couldn't do it. Supernaturally, you can do it all things. But it takes renewal to get there. It takes praying in other tongues. Praying in other tongues. I'm not talking about when you go to bed at night. I'm talking about continual praying in other tongues. When we put time, when we have time where we engage with the Holy Ghost in our lives by tongues, allowing the Holy Ghost to speak through us to accomplish God's will and God's plan. Whether we're praying or speaking in tongues, we must be involved in tongues. Now, because of the terminology, it's praying in tongues and speaking in tongues. So we kind of bring the two together. We must be involved in tongues. It is, it's the Spirit, and it causes renewal of our inward man. These things must be done so the outcome is what God wants. This is how we get to the place where we start entering into what God wants to do. Redeemed, infilling tongues. A spirit filled with joy and praise. Redemption, infilling or baptism of the Holy Ghost then staying filled brings us into the place of joy. Joy, 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 joy. People that are joyful cause people to want to be around them. You want, you want, we, we watched a movie the other night with the boys called How Grinch Stole Christmas. I went to sleep about 25 times. But anyway, who wants to be around a Grinch? You know? You want to be around someone who is, I'm not talking about uh, exhibitionists. Huh? I'm not interested in exhibitionists. You know when it's real, when it's heartfelt, when you're releasing joy out of your spirit because you're truly grateful to God for all that he's done for you.
And this is just the beginning. It's just the tip of the iceberg. What's underwater can't be seen is greater than what we see. My goodness. And I had, and somebody said, well, I don't want Jesus to come because I haven't lived out my life. You're kidding yourself, right? Whatever gets cut short, it's going to be so it's going to be so much better. You will forget. You'll forget what you had. Hallelujah. You'll forget what you had. Our God is an awesome God. He has prepared for us a wonderful end. It's an end that lasts forever. There's no ending to God's end.